off, Brian? Me? Yeah, I wrote you on the docs. Uh, so. It oh. says right there, Brian. Oh, shit. Okay. It says you in the docs. So. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another episode of Here's What I Was Thinking About Here's While You Were Talking. Here's What I Was Thinking About While You Were Talking. The show where one person talks while the other two pretend to listen and then reveal what they were thinking about. On reveal. Reveal is a strong word. Yes. Says. We are strong. It's the show. It's the show where we practice poor listening skills. True, that we carry over to our other relationships. Exactly. So where we refine our worst habits. <laughs> um, today. Uh, I think that's the whole intro, right? Yep. Uh, what's your name? Oh, hey, that's an interesting thing to mention. My name is Brian, and oh. with me. In the studio, as nope. always, are oh, nope. uh, Sabrina and, and also Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. Welcome back to another recording session, team. <laughs> With me in their studios. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With me in their studios, as always. Booyah. Yeah. That was recently. Recording live from three separate locations. Boom. This is While You Were Talking. Coming coming together as one. Hey, can I tell y'all what I did yesterday? Yes. Is that your topic? Yes, it is. Great. Good. Do it. Cool. So, get this. Another thing I learned from TikTok and then started doing. It's, you know, maybe learning it from TikTok is irrelevant, but... Have y'all heard of rando nodding? No. Ooh, sounds kinky. Ooh, I wish it were. It's not. It's super nerdy. No, it's not nerdy. It's kind of cool. So, Is it nodding at um, randos? It's rando knotting, like um, like aeronautics in a U T. Rando nodding. Oh. Okay. Here's okay. what it. Here's what it. Actually, do you want to guess what it is? Um, judging by the name, J- just guess. It's when you uh, have anonymous sex with a stranger in a public location. No, Sabrina. It's rando nodding. It's, uh, I feel like I'm on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, It's uh, when you add people that you don't know on social media. Mm, interesting. No. You're both quite far off, but I enjoy those guesses. So, random nodding is the utilization of random number generation techniques as a tool to explore and navigate the world around us. Ah. ah. So, people who do this uh, call themselves rando knots. So, and it's a community of people. Yeah, go ahead. So, on a podcast called if, if there was a podcast called Milk in It, a flavored mm-hmm. milk review podcast, mm-hmm. and the people on that podcast used a random number generator to determine which milk they had to drink every episode, would that be rando nodding? No. <laughs> so, it rando has to be like physical movement. What? All right. Or tell us. What did Sorry. you say? Physical movement. <laughs> Yeah, physical movement. So it's um, 
it's a community of people who explore the world and it's like you know your region you don't obviously it's not like exploring other countries that'd be crazy but um you're basically looking for things called blind spots and you're experimenting with mind matter interactions so basically the way you do this is through apps and there are multiple apps but the one that i downloaded um, on my iPhone is called Randonautica, all one word. And basically what it does is you set your region. Um, you can also like set an intention, like I want like discovery or knowledge or curiosity. Um, and then you like tell it your location and it gives you a location to go to and like gives you directions, right? So how does it choose where you go? You're probably wondering. So some things people are looking for are blind spots, which is a place in the real world that you would never normally encounter through any chain of casual experiences. Because we as humans tend to live like structured lives, right? So you probably like walk the same way to work or like park in the same region or like take the same drives, right? I guess. Yes. I mean, they're also like really specific areas. And I'll tell you that I went on three yesterday. Wow. Um. So what I did was, when I was, like, using the app, the first thing that I wanted to go to was called an anomaly. And I don't quite understand what that means. But you can also choose an attractor point or a void point. And then basically an attractor point, I mean, this is all random number generation, right? So it's odd if there's a bunch of points that are attracted to a similar location. So basically... Um, it's like a weirdly improbable number of generated points that are clustered. And so they call that an attractor point. So that's where someone would get led. And then a void point is the opposite. It's like an area where there's not a lot of random generated spots. Does that make sense? So it's like it mm. generates a bunch of random, it like generates random spots on top of the map. And then yeah. based on what it's generated, it then identifies spots that are So it's like it has nothing to do with the re reality of the map. Well, it's all about the random layer on top of it. I actually don't know because it's not like they like drop you in the middle of water. Does that mean or does that make sense? Like it drops me in spots I can actually go to. I will say that. Or like a private residence or something. It will back you up to like it seems like yards, but it won't. It won't. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think it's like, I've never seen it drop into someone's house, basically. So where did you go? Okay. So thank you for asking, Brian. So I went to three places yesterday. The first, I was really excited. Um, and I went to an alleyway of a residential area in North Seattle. It just Seattle. sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> like trespassing and stuff? No, just like. Getting let me murdered? Just, let me just like get led into an alleyway. Mm, good call. I mean, it was daytime, and there was a shit ton of people, like, running around. Yeah. And I kept, like, staring at them, like, are you the anomaly? Are you the anomaly? You all are wearing masks, but that's normal now. Um, But, well, actually, well, hold on. So, I was in an alley, and the anomaly, <laughs> I guess, um, it led me straight to this fence, like, someone's residential fence, yard fence, like, big, tall, six-foot fence. And there were all these chalk drawings on it that I assume a child did. Um, and it kind of looked like maybe they were trying to like spell out something, but it was only with symbols. But then I realized the symbols 
are just icons on like an iPhone, like the Facebook um, and Snapchat icons were drawn, but like in a, in different orders. It was interesting. So that was thing number one. While leaving um, thing number one, it was remarkable that I almost bumped into a woman who was jogging. And, you know, you're not supposed to jump, jump, bump into people right now. So I noted her her face and her body. And then as I was driving to location two, I swear to God, I saw the same woman like oh, a mile shit. away. I thought Troy, my partner Troy, for those of you who don't know, was like, okay, I doubt that was the same person. But then I saw a third woman who was like <laughs> an older version of that woman. And then he was just making, Troy was making fun of me at this point. Um, and then we saw a little blonde girl and he's like, oh, is that the younger version? And I was like, I don't know, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Fucking maybe. Uh, I just thought that was funny. Because then I was like looking for coincidences, right? So location two. It took me to a small park um, in front of a bench against this fence. And then after the fence, it like drops down. Uh, and the that park overlooks Puget Sound. But I don't know if I was in the wrong area because I didn't quite see anything. There's also, I think, maybe a trail underneath, but I couldn't get to it. And there was also these women sitting on the bench, like, eating lunch, like a picnic lunch. So I couldn't quite get to my exact spot. So I was like, well, interesting. But the thing I did see in front of the fence, as I, like, looked out, like, there was one of those, like, park signs that said, like, not social distancing means... Like, we have to close the parks. Whatever those, like, city signs are. Oh, yeah. Like, the big blue and white signs. That was knocked on the ground. And I couldn't Keep go it. to my actual spot, which was right next to the sign, because those women were in the way. So I took that as a weird coincidence. The keep it moving sign? Uh, Yes, I think so. I wonder, like, how many of these trips are foiled by... Well, more now, because you're not allowed to, like, touch people. But just by, like, strangers being there also. Exactly. Yeah, like, crowded areas. Yeah. Yeah, not... Yeah, like, like pre, uh, pre-isolation, pre like, just people that you didn't want to be like, excuse me, can you just move? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? And then explain it to the women what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay, and then third, um, I went to another alley in a residential <laughs> area. Lots of alleys. This one I drove down. I was, like, tired of walking. So, um, I didn't see anything there. These are made for driving, am I right? Exactly. For real. Um, and I did not see anything cool at all. Or anything even remarkable. Not even, like, any kind of art of any kind or... Um, nothing that I saw, but I was also kind of driving because there was, like, people in their yard. And I was, like, I feel weird. Like, Yeah, like, slowing down, like, in front of their yard. And, like, staring. <laughs> yeah, right? It, it does seem like a way to get in trouble. Um, so I left that alley. And at the end of the alley, though, there was a really cool um, – someone had, like, made a dirt bike course in their side yard. Whoa. So that was kind of cool. Hmm. Yeah. It had, like, a bunch of, like, berms and jumps and shit. Yeah. I totally know what a berm is. Fuck Totes. yeah. <laughs> I, I, that was a lie. I don't. I don't actually either, but Troy said it, so I'm just repeating it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So those were my three rando nodding trips, and it was kind of fun, and I'm going to keep doing it. Cool. Cool. Do you, yeah. Did you take pics? I did. I took pics of um, both the view of that park, 
the second one and then I took pics of the um chalk drawing yeah for show nice yeah I should look at them closer and I should uh decode the chalk drawings the hieroglyphics (laughs) we live in a society we do nice nice book yeah sounds fun kind of and weird also yeah and a little stressful but just that's life it's life you know yeah something to do so i feel like it's good in quarantine time despite yeah maybe being foiled by people Mm -hmm. nice word word all right um so uh brian do you have um something for us is it time yeah yeah all right time for a fake ad break guys all right today's episode of while you were talking is brought to you by miss monopoly the game that is taking the internet by storm have you seen this no no what well tell me more miss monopoly uh is the classic Monopoly game, but with a few twists. The locations, Sexual Monopoly. The locations on the board are all things Sexual. that were invented by women, <gasps> such as Wi-Fi and chocolate chip cookies. Uh, only two of the best things in the world. <laughs> and at the start of the game, female players get more money than male players. Ooh. And when they pass go, women collect $240 instead of 200 <laughs> That's great. Wait, I already see a problem with this. You mean everything? <laughs> well, it's, it's the inequality feels like it's making up for inequalities in our world. But doesn't it mean that just men will complain that they're, they don't have a... Oh, is that, wait, that's your problem with it? Is that men will complain? Yeah. (laughs) Seems like annoying. Like, they'd be like, well, you won because you got $240 every time you pass go. Right? Is that not the part? I mean, I don't think we should not do things because men will complain about it. That's true. I don't think I live by that. Yeah. But, you know, Monopoly is already like a fighty game. you You can look it up on the internet. People are roasting it. Left and right. Damn. But Is it's, this an online game or just a board game? It's a board game. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. You never know these days. Yeah. Everything's online. I mean, maybe there's an online version. I don't know. But yeah. Cool. That's today's sponsor, Ms. Monopoly. Perfect. The feminist response to a capitalist bullshit game. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's like um, it's a game that tried so hard to be feminist that it became sexist. Yeah. Maybe so. I would love to read some articles about it. There Me are too. lots. There are plenty. I bet. All right, back to the show. Perfect. Uh sounds like it's game time. Yeah. It does sound uh, like that. <laughs> you going down, Brian. Did you guys hear the game noise? Yeah. Game time. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um, 
So uh, dun, 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 dun. I've been watching a lot of uh, Jane Austen shit recently. Love oh. it, love it, love it, love it. Cool. And uh, so we were watching the famous uh, Colin Firth version of Pride and Prejudice, PNP. Word. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a scene where they're at a ball and they show the stage with the musicians on it, and one of them is playing a really fucking weird instrument. Mm-hmm. And um, it led me down a hole, and then I found um, a very funny, like, very, what year is it? Is it 1998 kind of website um, oh. that has a list of medieval instruments? Fuck yeah. And um, I was just going to quiz you guys on what you think some of these instruments might be. Yeah. <laughs> Based on the name. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm so excited. You have the best quizzes. <laughs> so um, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I like the one that just says drum. Do you guys know what a drum is? A drum. <laughs> um, <laughs> Spell it. Um. So, do you guys know what a zither is? It's like a harp with one string or something like that, and you play it. It's like it's a plucked instrument. Um. Is it like a mouth um harp? Does you play it like a bow? Do you play it with a bow? Um, Could it you? is plucked, so no bow. Um, and uh, it's it like big or small? you like hold it in your arm, kind of like it's a little box, like a baby. And uh, yeah, like a baby, and you pluck it. Is it like a lute? Boing, 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 uh, boing. N- no. Well, oh, no, not really. Is it like okay. a, lyre? a flat wooden sound box over which are stretched four or five melody strings and up to 37 accompanying strings. That oh. is a very specific number. It's a Whoa. lot of strings. Um, so then you can like you can like pluck the melody strings with your right hand and then the accompaniment strings on your on either hand. So there's that. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Do you guys know about the hurdy-gurdy? That's a thing. You heard mm. of it, right? I've heard the, of I've, it. I've heard the wordies. Hurdy-gurdy. <laughs> I'm gonna say that is um, a um, like a washboard that you play with a spoon. Percussion, boom. Cool, cool. I think it's like a like a symbol type thing on a pole. Okay, so actually, <laughs> it's a stringed instrument that you crank. Motherfuckers. Whoa! It's got a fucking handle. That's is, cool. Is this like medieval? So like instead of bowing it like a fiddle, you crank. The cranked handle, out. and then the gut strings vibrate. Cranked at hurdy boy. Cranked at hurdy gurdy. <laughs> that sounds cool. Yeah. I'll have to Google that okay. one. Okay. 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 Next up, we got crumb horn. Oh. Okay, it's definitely like a brass instrument, something like a horn. Well, shit. Did they have brass instruments in the medieval times? Crumb horn. I think that's your fucking mouth. Your crumb horn. <laughs> um, uh, I think a I think a crumb horn is like a French horn. Okay, it's like early. It's like an early French horn. I think it's like a clarinet. Okay, it actually is like a clarinet. Um, sort of. The player's lips did not touch the reed because the reed was enclosed inside a protective cap with a slot at one end. Strongly blowing through this slot causes the reed to vibrate as it does in the bagpipe chanter. So I think it like set, it like looks sort of clarinetty, but like with a little it like hooks out at the end, and then um, oh. I think it kind of sounds like a bagpipe. Cool. Sweet. So it is a reed instrument. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, here's a fun one. Lizard. Lizard. It's a lizard that has been killed and then taxidermied, and then there's strings put between its feet, and you can hold it in your you hold it by the tail, and then you can pluck the little strings. Okay. It's um it's it's <laughs> it's made with a lizard hide. It's actually a drum. Okay. A small drum. Okay. A really small drum. <laughs> Um, it kind of looks like a recorder, but more like, like slithery. Mm. And uh, I love this. The lizard's tone is pleasing, yet rather foggy. Okay. Oof. Mm. Like airy? Does foggy mean like airy? Like breathy? I think it means like, not like a crisp, like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Like a. Yeah. Like lots of air. I'm into it. Yeah. I can, it, it's got links to wave files for all of these in case you were interested in adding those in. Maybe we can play one at the end or something. Putting the Further sounds research. in the show. Cool. Um, okay. And so uh, <laughs> this one, it's, I don't know how to say it. It's R-E-B-E-C, maybe like Rebecca, hmm. like Rebecca, but like a nickname. Yeah. Rebecca. It's like a triangle, like the triangle percussion instrument. Boom. I think it's like a small piano. Okay. So the funniest thing, there's a picture, so I know what it looks like, but the the entire description says the Rebecca was definitely an instrument of the lower classes, not the chord. Okay. Brutal. Um, and then it's it looks like a teeny little violin. <laughs> oh, my God. Like the Like when people are... Same. Yeah. yeah. I can't even think of it. It's like a baby, baby violin. Cute. Yeah. Wow. All right. You guys know about the sack butt? The sack butt. I do not. But it is. I do. It's, it's a bagpipe. Early bagpipe. Yeah. Um, it's actually an early trombone. Fuck. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, which apparently means push pull, like sack butt means push pull. I don't uh, buy that, but okay. In a different um, but yeah, language? Yeah, basically it just looks like a trombone. In cool. a different language or in like Middle English? Yeah, I don't know. It it does not say. Sock boot. Hmm. Is it French? Sock boot. Yeah, maybe it's, yeah, it might be. Sock boot. Sock boot. Because I've, I've seen it spelled like sack butt, and then this, this version is S-A-C-B-U-T. Uh-huh. Interesting. Oh. Okay. Um, two more. We got okay. the zinc, Z-I-N-K. That is a zither that you play in the sink. <laughs> um, a zinc is like a flute, but bigger. <laughs> um, it's kind of like a recorder. It's like close to a flute, but it, it like kind of, they play it like, it like curves out and they play it like with the curve like out in front of them. Like a saxophone. Oh. Um, yeah. And it just looks like, like a black conical thing that you play into. Um, 
Here's a description. The zinc can sound as loud as a trumpet or soft enough to blend with recorders. No other instrument came so close to the sound of the human voice. So wow. I'm picturing them Whoa. like sneaking up on people going like, Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe uh-huh. making ghost noises or something. Oh. <laughs> That's cool. Just zinking. Or something like a kazoo then. Because you can talk in a kazoo. Oh, yeah, maybe. Okay. Mm. Okay. Um, okay, and then we come to the grand finale, which is the one that was in um, Pride Prejudice. All right, winner takes all. It's a serpent. A serpent? A serpent? Yeah. A serpent. All right, judging by the past themes... I'm going to go with, it's similar to like a bassoon in that it's a reed instrument, and it's like curvy though, because everything in this time is curvy, um, and it's quite low and menacing sounding, like okay. a serpent. Boom. Uh, do I have to say something? Do you yeah, have any Brian, thoughts? That's how the game works. All right. <laughs> I'm going to say it is like a curvy horn type thing that you play though with like drumsticks so okay. it's Ooh. a hollow horn drum that's like bendy cool okay so it's very curvy it's like it's like an s we but know with like it's an extra curvy. curve on it it's curvy it's called the um, serpent. but it's actually um it's actually like a predecessor to the tuba oh Damn it. so it's got okay. it's got like a tuba mouthpiece gotcha oh. so it's is it like br- made of brass or does it depend? I can't really tell. Yeah. Probably because it was a military. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Um, it says it takes great skill and practice to get a good sound since every note depends on the player's correct embouchure and pitch accuracy, which to me translates to like most people sound like shit on this instrument. So it sounds like a French horn. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Band <laughs> people know. <laughs> Boom. Um, and these are all from the past. There's like some curls MT going on. It's really good. So, um, what is this website? What is Lo- oh Loyola University New Orleans? It's like a offshoot of like a web page someone created from Loyola New Orleans. Nice. Cool. The .edu. So um, many instruments. I forget that like we only know it. Well, I only know a fraction because it's like what's super popular. But like, there's all these like derivative or maybe that's not the word i want well all, you know a lot of them evolved like there's something called yeah. a shalomo on this page that like was an ancestor of the clarinet but like the, we don't play those because like the clarinet got better you know what i mean yeah unless you're like all these people are dressed like like renaissance people like they're at a renaissance fair playing these instruments they would be yeah they track down those old instruments i like it yeah yeah. I like the uh, passion. <laughs> I used to um I used to do recital setup. I feel like I have told everyone this multiple times, but sorry. Anyway, um I used to do <laughs> recital setup at my school. I went to music school and um um there was an early music program at my school and all the people who did recitals would get like super, like you could tell just by looking at them that they were like early music majors. <laughs> Fuck yeah. They just had like a look to them, you know. And um, I, I worked at a few where they like rented costumes, and it was like, oh, pretty cool. fun. 
And they were playing, like, Viola da Gamba and stuff. Shit, yeah. Totally awesome. Mm-hmm. Fun. What, how did you just spot the, how did you spot the music people? Was like a, was like the way they walked or dressed or like... It was like their hair and like their clothes. <laughs> they just look like they were like it was like a lifestyle, you know? Nerds. Yeah. Makes sense. I'm into it. I was in band in high school, I get it, you know. A little Word. offbeat. No pun intended. <laughs> All right, Brian. Um to uh, close us out, what is your question you wanna ask listeners? What? What about my topic? What? My bad. What about I skipped my you. topic? I just went straight ahead. Yeah. Sorry, Brian. That's fine. I actually didn't even know you had one. My topic is a question, though. Edit this out. No, I'll leave it in. That's fine. Because my, no. my topic is a question, and we can just kind of leave it at a question and then transition into your questions. It's great. Love it. So I saw an article shared about um, different emoji that people are using during this April versus past Aprils. It's not April. Or May or whatever. You know, the April 2020 versus previous Aprils. Okay. And uh, they were saying use of the folded hands emoji, which is the like praying emoji. The prayer one. Has gone up by 25 percent versus well, you know thoughts and prayers yeah lots of thoughts and prayers right now um and so yeah so and they're saying emoji use in general has gone up across like by analyzing twitter and google said people are using emojis up more than 60 percent from january mm-hmm. to march damn so there, this, there's articles and stuff and people talking about how kind of we're getting more emoji heavy as we're trapped inside our homes. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, are there any emojis that you are using now during quarantine isolation that you didn't use before? I'm like looking at my history. So I, I have noticed that I now am using the shaking hands emoji, which I oh. have never used before. Um, I don't what know. Do I've, use- I've been using the cowboy one a lot, but like since like probably like January. Mm. I like that one. That's not really COVID related, is it? Yeah, it's just new. Mm. Yeah. Um, I've been using the angry face more, like the one where his face is all small. He's not blowing steam out of his nose, nor is he red faced or they, but they, um, they're angry. Oh, I didn't even know that one existed. I've never used that one in my life. Yeah. Wait, where is it? I just always thought it was, there was only a red face version. This one. Do you see him? Yeah. I mean, I'm Between... looking at it on my phone because you're <laughs> oh, yeah. holding up your phone is very blurry to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's between the face palm and the shrug for me, which is freaking ones I use all the time. I'm always face palming myself. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, I... Yeah, I don't know if I've, like, changed my emoji habits. I really like Same. the 
the one that looks kind of drunk and the upside down smiley oh yeah Yeah. upside down face is a is a go-to for me yeah that one like says a lot you know but yeah like i i texted my coworker today at the end of the day i said i said what a successful day and then i followed it up a couple minutes later with an upside down smiley face (laughs) so is that sarcasm yeah you get it yeah. I get the sentiment now. You get the sentiment now. Yeah. No, I just, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure most people are using the same emojis they always use, right? But I just noticed it's interesting that I am going to the handshaking one. Do you feel like you, because you're not able to be as professional because you're like at home in your jammies, you wanted to like inject some professionalism <laughs> into your emoji use? No, I think it's more like, because I can't, like, I don't know, you can't, like, contact people in any way. So when mm, I, the, so it's like people touching. And, and so it's like when someone says something or does something where I'm like, that's legit and awesome, instead of when maybe, like, maybe I would use, like, the 100 emoji before. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, like, handshake emoji. It feels more like, I don't know. Wow, it's what you crave. It's what I crave. Handshakes. And upside downness. Yeah. I'm like looking. Wow. The noises. If you the noises that are in the background of me are uh some aggressive IKEA construction going on on the roof. Wow, how'd you get IKEA furniture in these days and times? IKEA.com. In these uncertain times ikea.com we were told that they wouldn't deliver to us ikea what seems seems out of whack right now Hmm. Hmm. yeah i was having trouble it was like nothing's available your items aren't available and then i tried again the next day and it was like you can get them tomorrow and i was like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) they're just doing their best just like we all are but yeah so that's that's the loud noises going on in the background of me um, I like this emoji question. I think um, I would like to know what our listeners also. Yeah, I are. would love to know. I would love to know if anyone has started using a new emoji because of coronavirus isolation. Word. I did use a. You know, I've used the one with the bandaged head a couple times. Oh yeah. Oh no. Since, since that March. That was sad. <laughs> What I want to know from listeners is, have you ever been random nodding? And if not, does it sound like something you'd want to do? Or if not, is there anything weird like that that you do? Yeah, like geocaching. Yeah, I but, kept thinking about that. But, but weirder. But but like freakier. Yeah, geocaching is too mainstream now. We want to know about yeah. only the weird shit. Yeah. Like, do you have an app that tells you where you can go masturbate in public? Let us know. Uh, friggin' Pike Place Market. <laughs> yeah, like all of downtown, like yeah. anywhere. Because <laughs> anywhere no you people. want. <laughs> Sabrina. Just anywhere. Sabrina, what would you like to know? Um. Uh, show me your weirdest instrument. Body parts. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> Set some guidelines. Yeah, that's not an invitation to send dick pics. 
Not again. Unless you can, like, make notes come out of it. Then I want a video. <laughs> yeah. Dick vids only. Musical <laughs> dick vids only, please. Gross. All right, Aaron, if people would like to answer those questions, how should they do it? You should let us know via email at, um, nope, not at, while you were talking pod at gmail.com. Or you can slide into our DMs on Instagram at while you were talking pod. You can follow us on Twitter at WYWT pod. And if you would like to call in and answer a question verbally with your uh, voice instrument, you can send us a voice message um, at anchor.m forward slash while you were talking pod forward slash message. And infinite thanks to Rob Henson for our theme music. And thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks. And goodbye. And we'll see you next time. And by see you, I mean we'll talk, hear us next time. We'll talk into your ear holes next time. Yeah. Bye. Aaron? Later. Are you going to do the hot take or? Oh, are uh, we? Who's hot take? I got a hot take. Sorry, I closed out of my agenda because my laptop is dying. Oh. Do your hot take. We're almost done. Sabrina, come out quick. Hot take. Uh, it's like right. Today's Let's... hot take, um, I think Frank Lloyd Wright houses are kind of creepy, and I don't <laughs> like them.